Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hey, y'all. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. It sure is. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. I will. Good, you do that. You need some help. <laughs> That's true. On so many things. <laughs> In more ways than just the one. Sorry, Jeff. Hey, guys. Gr- Feels like Gr- I haven't talked to you in so long. Yeah, it has been a while. A minute or two. Actually, it has. And since we last spoke, Dan Leonard has gone to Walt Disney World. That's true. I did. As did Heather. Yes. For some reason, Jeff wasn't there, though. I wasn't invited. Lame. Mm. Yes, you were. <laughs> It's a standing invite, Jeff. Oh, it's a public <laughs> place. You're always welcome. So you get trespassed. Yeah, so <laughs> we recently spent a, an absolutely epic weekend at Walt Disney World where we got to we got uploaded to the grid for a spin on Tron Light Cycle Run. We saw the return of a beloved nighttime spectacular, Happily Ever After. And we experienced some of the more of the thrills that Disney has in store for this spring and summer. So we're going to we're going to spend a little time talking about our trip with a patented Gold Key Adventure Society trip report. Dun. Hooray! So, top so. of the list, most exciting topic that I can think of is Tron Light Cycle Run. Who here has been on Tron Light Cycle Run? Show of hands. Me, me, My me. hand is not up for anybody <laughs> without video. <laughs> Which will be everybody. <laughs> Someday, Jeff. I you'll know. see why it's one of the most amazing rides in Walt Disney World. I get World to go probably. on it next month. Yeah, we can talk about it all over again. <laughs> Hopefully I can fit on it. But you shouldn't I, have any problem. I think you won't have a problem. I think that the all of the hullabaloo that happened at the beginning was just people not really knowing how these restraints work because it's so different from any other ride. And it's just your calves. So unless yes, you have really. some really beefy slabs of veal down there yeah. on your pins, then you should be that's good. That's the one part of me that's thin. That or also very long legs so if <laughs> the length from your knee to your foot is too long then you're not going to fit i and that's not that's going to be a really small percentage of people i think yeah, so that's a really specific scenario it is there. a very specific scenario and i frankly i know some folks who may have trouble fitting on the light cycle yeah but, i can think of one right now my old friend yeah. johnny Longshins is going to have yes. an issue <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
that's yeah. Might as well talk about it right up front because there was a lot of press when they started cast testing. Lots and lots of people saying, oh, nobody fits if you're over a size 14. It's really silly stuff that. They've been saying that for like every ride, though. They said that, yeah, for, that is true. for Mario Kart as well. And there's no problems there yeah. either. So it's. And if you just jumped on the bike and didn't, you know, really position yourself the way that you need to. I guess I could see where you might, I don't know, freak out and step off thinking that you're not fitting. And also they had to get the cast trained. The cast had to be trained to help you. Yeah. That that was it for me on the Pandora ride, too, is I have to sit in a particular way. Not only my feet up, but my crotch, for lack of a better word, all the way up to the front so that I can sit more upright as the back thing. There's all these things, but I can do it. And so yeah. the restraint, the, basically the only restraint that's holding you on to the light cycle is a, is this little bar that comes up and sits kind of in the crook of your knee Doesn't on the back like of your calf. like an odd pinch point? What, what, how do we restrain people? What about just behind their calf? Just behind their leg. And there is a piece that comes down over your back, but it's mostly for show, really. It I see people leaning little, way back. Yeah, you can sit up. On it the doesn't bike look and tight. There's not. a section of it that locks that's like right over the small of your back, but then most of that arm is hinged and it's just kind of. And because of that, it can yeah. it can lock further it back can. for someone who has a bigger belly, say. So that's not or the piece. And that's, yeah. And that's kind <laughs> of the piece that a lot of folks I know that have been worried about it were concerned. That back piece, which is an issue on flight of passage that it wasn't going to lock. And I genuinely don't think that's going to be the problem. It's if you can get your legs correct, correctly positioned so that bar can slide up and lock, then you're fine. I have long, but not extra long legs and they're pretty thin. So I'm hopeful. Put it this way for all the concern that people have about fitting on there. I didn't see, I stood and watched the trains go by. Mm-hmm. For a good amount of time, I didn't see anybody sitting in the special train, special car on the back of the trains. No, S- Some of the trains have a special car on the back, the very back row, which is just a traditional roller coaster seat mm-hmm. for people who can't s- fit on the bike. Or style for, seat. it's also mobility, mobility issue, handicapped accessible right. exactly. seat. Because you do uh, have to be able to walk up and get on it the way you would get on a bicycle or a and what is that seat? Can you tell? Is it just a lap bar bench seat type thing? Yeah, I took some photos of it. It looks a lot like, say, Space Mountain out at Disneyland. It's just oh, yeah. a seat with a lap bar. And they have it yeah. still. You know, it looks kind of like it's a light cycle. It still has the wheels that light up. It's but pretty you are ableist. Just what if you don't have it? a lap? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a definitely a different feeling to this ride. You, It feels like you're riding a crotch rocket motorcycle that's definitely the position that you're in though you can sit up i sat up and rode it with my arms up a few times it's fun too i don't buy it (laughs) sorry it didn't happen i've got photos but it it feels very secure sitting on that bike style it really does It, it feels very secure but it is really exciting being in that motorcycle yeah, that, that, that low mm-hmm. position yeah it really gave me the motorcycle feels when i rode it i loved it so much yeah. that launch and you go straight the up launch. into this hill let's talk about the launch uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 
it's one of those linear induction launched things. So you pull up and you stop and they count you down and all of a sudden it's just whammo straight up this hill and it's so good. And And is it Daft Punk music blasting the whole time? It is Daft Punk music throughout the whole experience from when you're walking in, which there's not a lot of pre-show or backstory. If you have no idea what Tron is, you'll still have no idea when you come out. I've seen both movies multiple times. I still don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not necessary. You don't need to know the story. No. But there's no, there's really no, there's a cool little tiny pre-show that, where they're digitizing you into the world of Tron. But if you don't really know what that means, you're still not going to know what, you, what it means. But yeah. everything looks super cool. And this ride also uses the double-sided locker. And, and mm-hmm. I, is this the first mm-hmm. Disney ride that has required lockers? Yes. At least in I the thought. States. Yes, yeah. at least in the United States. It's the first one that has the lockers. And it's the double-sided locker system, just like on Velocicoast. Which is really uh, cool and really easy yes. to use. Yes, as um, long as you remember your locker number <laughs> and yes, you don't although, get disoriented because because they're in the opposite order when you exit yes. because it's the but they do have lockers. a touch point if you forget your locker number. Oh, you'll have to scan your magic band or your ticket, which is what you used to open the locker, and it'll remind you which one you're at. And it is there are cast members yeah. all over in there if you forget how to use it or can't figure it out. It's, it's just not a too locker. Bad. It's easy. Yeah. It's, it's- and the, I was a little bit surprised by where the locker was in the boarding order because at like, for example, at Universal, you do the locker stuff first. On a lot of their rides, you go put your stuff in and then you get in line. And this is completely integrated into the ride. So you get in line and you're either in the lightning lane or the right now the virtual queue lane. And you actually go through the little pre-show first before you ever get to the lockers. Which I think is smart. I think they know that they're going to get a whole lot of publicity from people sharing photos and videos <laughs> yeah. from the queue if they yeah. let you hold on to your camera a little bit longer. And Although also, you can. You can take your phone on the ride with you if yes. you choose. They're, what they're telling you as you get to the lockers is you can't have anything larger than a cell phone because yeah. there's no seat or anywhere. Bring my like, mini fridge. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, like on a traditional roller coaster, you can put a backpack by your feet or something. You can't do that on this. There's a little compartment on the front of the bike. And honestly, I could have fit my cell phone and my sunglasses both in that. It's bigger than they say that it is. Did they tell you to take sunglasses off? All they say is anything that's bigger than a cell phone, you need to take off and put in the locker. And that compartment is a little bit hidden. We didn't even realize it was there until the ride was over and I was yeah. just fidgeting around while I was waiting to unload. It's right in front of the handlebars and there's a little lid, spring-loaded lid that opens up and there's just a little compartment that you can drop loose items into. Yeah, the first like time I rode it, I was... a console of a car type of... Right. Exactly. Yeah. The first time I rode, I was a little nervous and just put everything in the locker. So I didn't have my phone with me. And then once, once we found that compartment, several of the people in our group brought their phone and one I rode one time with a guy next to me who had his phone out recording the whole time and I was a little afraid he was going to drop it and I was going to get hit in the face with it but Ooh, it didn't yeah, happen. That would be scary but I think I could hang on to it. You I probably could. They tell you to put it away when they come mm-hmm. and they're checking your to make sure 
you're locked in. They will tell you to put it away, but then you pull out of the station and he just grabbed it right back out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I probably should I've not seen be endorsing on that. Right video to know yeah. everyone's doing that. Yeah. I wouldn't really endorse it because if you do drop it, it's going to fly and hit somebody. That would not be good. Yeah. Yeah. And please don't do that because then they'll put in metal detectors like yes, in Universal. It'll that's be really true. annoying. And yeah, and then you the will not and, be able to have your phone in the queue, which if you were in a long queue, no one likes to be standing there having to talk to the people that they're with. What if you were to fling a partially drink bottle of water onto the track? <laughs> that would probably stop the ride as well. Uh, probably. So let's talk the ride experience real quick, though. So so that so we talked about you pull up. You get on this bike and I like, I thought it was really cool the way you engage the restraints yourself. You mm-hmm. pull the bike handlebars towards you and that's how you lock in the leg and back restraints to hold you on. Oh, it's just kind of a that saves mechanism. on workers having to do that for each person. Mm-hmm. And then they just come around and ask you to push the on the handlebars not red or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Pulls you up to the launch zone and it launches you up that hill. We've seen videos of this, right? You go, and obviously, it's way cooler at night when that canopy's lit so up outside. Cool at night. But it was still amazing at daytime. You go up and you zoom a little bit around outside up a big kind of banked turn up a hill. And then you go into the show building where you're kind of immersed in the light cycle battle grid kind of game where there's screens, mm-hmm. projections of the opposing team of light cycle riders zooming around mm-hmm. you and you know it's a similar dark inside roller coaster experience mm-hmm. to so if Rocky you roller coaster. have not seen tron the idea is that you've been digitized and you are inside computer network i guess is the best way to put it the you're video on game or the grid game. yes you're on the grid and the light cycle battle is some pretty spectacular segments of both the first and the second movie it looks really cool you're basically on a a digital motorcycle flying around and the idea of this ride is supposed to be that you've been sent to games and you are your team the blue team which is all of the the user riders are battling against the yeah it looks orange to me i don't know if it's supposed to be orange or red Orange team team that those are the fully digital computer riders. And from what I understand, the one in Shanghai has a lot more explanation of (laughs) what it is that you're doing, that you're battling against, you're riding against these famous light cycle circuit riders. The, The, if you end up in the, Q, the virtual Q side, you'll get a little bit more of that explanation as you're walking after you've done the little tiny pre-show and you're waiting to board. There's a little bit more in there than if you're on the lightning lane slide. You really bypass all of that. We a couple of times were on the, the regular virtual Q side at the press event that I went to. And so I got to see a little bit more of that than when the when I've gone through on the lightning lane side. You walk through so fast. I mean it it loads pretty quickly. And yeah. they, we went and rode on opening day. They're doing a very good job of keeping the virtual queue fairly short. They're not allowing a lot of people in yet to get overwhelmed. And that may just be because it's opening you know, it had just opened and they were trying to keep it manageable. 
we went and tried to ride after dark on opening day and got evacuated when a fire alarm went off. So that was fun. I got to experience what it's like to be evacuated because of a fire alarm. (laughs) And they had to take everyone had to get out of the building and then they had to evacuate everyone from anywhere around it. And they ended up evacuating Space Mountain because it's so close. Was there a fire? It was not. It was just something got tripped. We saw the fire trucks pull up and they were there for 10 minutes, maybe. And then they left. It's always fun seeing emergency vehicles inside the Magic Kingdom. You are the magic. They actually, they pulled it up back around behind it. We had exited and were driving back and we saw it pull up. And so we kind of hung there at the Bay Lake Tower. Yeah, it took that long for them. We had to walk. We walked from the, all the way in the back at Tron to- Out the gate. Out the gate. And I don't know if that was the first emergency vehicle that pulled up. Who knew, who knows what happened while we were walking out the gate, but- they had to like they had they the cast members formed kind of a human chain to force everyone down the Tron ramp and out because everybody who had just been pulled out of the line wanted to stay there and jump back in as soon as it opened and they had to clear the entire area. Which well, makes sense exciting. if there's a fire. If there's get an out actual of there. fire. Yeah. But luckily, uh, it was not a fire. Anyhow. Anyhow. When I was there, that was still the weekend before it opened. So they were in soft opening, Jeff's favorite kind of opening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, the merch shop wasn't open, which I was bummed. I was really hoping to be able to get some Tron. Tron gear. Tron gear to ride, to wear to ride one time on the roller coaster. But I did get to check out the food situation that they've got going on there. They've got one quick serve spot that's got let's see it's got like two two savory options two dessert type options i completely missed this where where is this is it at the lunching pad no it's inside tron it's right before if you're looking oh okay it's to the left as you're facing the ride and it's just a little it's a little stand it's not like a sit down inside right you can grab and go type you place an order so it's not grab and go i can't remember but they've got I tried a quick service. Yes, it's a quick service. Mm-hmm. But it's not it doesn't have attached seating at all. You just take it and find a convenient piece of sidewalk to sit on or something. <laughs> they had it's all kind of, you know, in the vein of Pandora or Galaxy's Edge where they've taken and they've fancied the stuff up to look kind of futuristic or alien. <laughs> Although it's got its own spin. There's a delicious watermelon refresher type drink that had pop rocks on top so that was fun mm. and who uh, doesn't love a pop rocks drink exactly it was great and there was a a strawberry ice cream type thing but it was like partially regular ice cream and partially that weird japanese mochi mochi oh yeah rice ice cream yeah whatever that stuff is that that was it was tasty it didn't it didn't hold up well to the Florida sun. So I didn't get a very good, the pictures of it were kind of sad and deflated looking <laughs> like you in most pictures. Oh, yeah. they also have a couple of savory options, which I did not try because I had just had my cheeseburger spring rolls. Mm, right before mm, cheeseburger yeah. spring rolls. Yeah. I was trying to find the, uh, the name of that thing. Tron. Dag nabbit. What's it called? 
Tron food. Yeah. Tron food. It. The Tron <laughs> food booth. It's probably Disney's something. Yeah. I can't find it on the app, which is unfortunate. I suppose I could look at the app. It should be called rather. Grid Grub if I was making <laughs> yes. it. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would go for. Yeah. It is called, I want dining. Energy right Bites. Here. Energy Bites. There's where it is. Thank you, Heather. And Bites is spelled B-Y-T-E-S. Yep. Of course it is, because you're inside a computer. Weird. It doesn't show up inside the Disney app. Beef and broccoli digital dumplings. <laughs> and buffalo chicken digital dumplings. I like to yes. load up on broccoli mm. before I get on a thrill ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so chocolate cake donut holes. No, no fancy name, just chocolate cake donut holes. Yeah, and they those weren't the <laughs> strawberry ice I forget what the Isoform. Yes, it? the isoform. That's the one to go with. That's, that's a deep cut because that's from the second movie that maybe not a lot, not everyone has seen, <laughs> which I think no, is visually even cooler than the first one. But the ISOs are a plot point in Tron There was a plot point? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was all just just look and, gorgeous, yeah. and cool visuals. But yeah, so I highly recommend the ISO form and the the watermelon fancy yeah, drink. Yeah, it looks they also good. It's got some yuzu coffee. soda and Pop Rocks in it. Yum. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was tasty. I enjoyed it. It was yeah, refreshing. It was totally. Um, the store there, they do have all kinds of fancy Tron gear, including some light up shirts. And they also have an experience that you can do where you get digitized into your very own action figure. This is kind of like like the thing at Pandora. Yeah. They'll scan you. They go through a thing where it looks like you're getting scanned by the computer and you get put into an action figure, which has lights and sound. And I believe you can buy additional sound module chips that you can install in your action figure. Yes. It's 90 bucks for the experience. I will be owning that shortly. Mm-hmm. So, I cared about make... the Pandora one, but that one for sure will be. It's fresh. really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. You do need to make a reservation for that, which you can do within the Disney World app or Overall, have your friendly I mean, travel agent, travel a, advisor help yes. you. Yes, it's a really great addition to Tomorrowland and the Magic Kingdom. It's a, just a ton of fun, great ride. So I can't exactly tell how you get there. So if you're like walking past between the lunch pad and that pocket refreshments thing and the uh, Space Mountain was right the way ahead to of the you. Left. Yeah, it's you, just you go that same way and then veer left. With the Space Mountain building where there used to be just kind of like a walkway that you overlooked the the uh, speedway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like going to the back left. Of the gift shop as you're walking up to Space Mountain, all the way to the left is that gift shop. It's just, you walk right past that gift shop now and up a ramp. Yeah. Yeah. The gift shop that had the gears on it. And that's now like Flynn's arcade gift shop. It's all Tron merch in there now. I assume maybe there's, might be a corner. We went, we walked through it. I didn't see much of the old stuff that used to be in there. It was all Tron. It was shut down totally when yeah. I was there, so I well, didn't that, see it. But that gift shop had become like nothing. It wasn't Space Mountain based, even. It was just like random techie things. Yeah, they, it was like D Tech. They had a lot of like phone cases and stuff. So now it's more, it's all Tron specific stuff. And that walkway cuts through if you go past underneath the rideway, the walkway c- 
goes back behind Goofy's barn stormer and takes you back into Circus Land, USA. So, oh, I said mm-hmm. Toontown. <laughs> I'm aging myself. <laughs> yes. You- there's the new bathrooms back there, the Tron bathrooms now, and there's actually a pretty substantial area where you could sit and view people on the ride. Oh, You've got nice. chickens that don't want to do a coaster. Is that one called Grid? It should be. And I'm really bummed that I neglected to look inside it. Is it fancy and themed inside there? It is. Yeah, it's (laughs) Tronny. And there's a photo pass photographer up there with in the bathroom. Not in the bathroom. (laughs) Up there out just outside the bathroom. And they have a they have an identity disc that you can hold up and get Fancy pictures. Yeah. I saw a Jeff lot of people. Just got a little doing bit excited. It. Yeah. So that was good. That was Tron. Other Their last two rides that they opened. That was my oh, my yes, that was what my sixteen year old said after our first ride. Yeah. The last two rides at wow, Disney Holmes World have been 16. total bangers. Yeah. Yeah. He he was willing to he doesn't like to travel and he was willing to travel to go. Experience Tron. Now, intensity wise, where do you put this? Like rock and roller coaster or less? Really under rock and roller coaster yeah, because, because it doesn't no go upside, upside down. down. Yeah. It's a different kind of intensity. The speed gets you, the, the speed takes you by surprise right at the beginning. But then when you get inside, it's more of kind of windy, twisty mm-hmm. up and down, but it's but not I, super intense. It's, but it's not, it's also not. Not intense. Does that make sense? No. I learned it's a new exciting. phrase it's on this. The darkness knew, learned, and the screens probably yeah. adds to the. I learned a new term on this factor. trip. The people I was traveling with said that they had heard the ride was nerfed. And I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> and they both confirmed that it was not nerfed. Yes. Which basically it means they're holding back a little of the intensity to make it softer, like a nerfed art. Apparently that's what that means. Yeah, I had not no, heard I mean, this term before. I mean, nerds, a certain <laughs> nerd claimed that they had slowed it down from the Japan version, but he uh-huh. just was misremembering that his was experience. Yes, uh, everything was more intense because he was in Japan, and that made it cooler. <laughs> it, it was plenty fast. Yes. It feels fast, but it's not intense. It's thrilling. There's a difference, yes. right? So you know, it's somewhere. Yeah. You the launch is very fast and very intense, and you shoot yes. right up a hill, and then you do slow down a little bit because you're accelerating up a hill and into the building, right. and you slow down a little because of that hill, and then you're shot right back down into the building. Yeah. I thought it was a ton of fun and loved it every time I wrote it. And the it's too short thing is bogus, you say? I think so. I mean, it's, it's two minutes. It's two minutes long, which Guardians feels like a very long coaster. I think it it's is maybe I'm a little longer throw than up the whole time. <laughs> Guardians. Mm-hmm. So it, it does feel a little shorter than Guardians, but I don't know what it's, the actual running time of either Tron is about right at two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's right um, at or. Yeah. As long as they can accommodate a song. Yeah. Right. And for example, over at Universal, Hagrid's is longer because it's kind of a coaster slash dark ride at the same time. Yeah. Show scenes. So there's a bunch of so. spots where you slow down. But I think it's probably about the same as Velocicoaster in length. Yeah. Velocicoaster is slightly longer, but not by much. Yeah. I don't remember the first time. But anyway, 
it's not too short. I no, I didn't walk off going, "Ooh, this is too short." No, I didn't. Right, it's fine. I was totally satisfied with every part of the ride. Yeah, it was great. So I loved it. Two thumbs way way up. We also got to see the return of Happily Ever After, the yes. nighttime spectacular at Magic Kingdom. Oh, finally. Everyone yeah. was very happy about that. I've only that seen that 7,000 times for the previous <laughs> six years it already ran. Yeah, you would think from the size of the crowd that they had that never it seen it before, new. though, because yeah. holy crow, we got there. We pulled into the park at about 7 p.m., so about two hours before the show started. and. People were sitting all the way back. It wasn't people. It was essentially full all the way back to Casey's corner. If you were really trying, you could squeeze in up there, but it was packed Mm -hmm. all the way from the castle to Casey's corner. So it was a big crowd. It was exciting. You know, it was, it's a good show. show. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. I just think it's only Disney could make everyone have that much excitement for a, 10-year-old show or whatever. Right. And, you know, well, other I than- guess when you replace it with the crap that they replaced it with. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. that they couldn't come up with something amazing and new like Disneyland does. Yeah. Right. All the time. They did, they did add the projections down Main Street USA, but other than that, the show hasn't changed. It's the same show. It was good. I could, the crowd loved it, was screaming and very excited about it. So very, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's the show we've seen. We were there so we can say we survived the crowd of happily ever like after. That. Squarely yeah. aimed at millennials and slightly yeah, and above. It's, it's, it's all it's 90s. Great era. music, great visuals. It's fun. It gets the crowd revved up every time. It but is goes. it woke? No. <laughs> <laughs> They also started removing the monstrosity from the middle of the World Showcase Lake. It is slowly being dismantled. So I've seen conflicting reports about whether maybe the Stargate piece, they called that big round Stargate. Mm -hmm. There's some speculation from concept art that might be a part of the new thing, but those giant Awful tacos, tacos, tacos. taco-shaped things, the barges, are history. They're being pulled. I think they've pulled, what, two of them out so far? One One or or two. two. Yeah, Yeah. as we're recording, they've finished one or two, so they've got a few left to go. Yeah, it's hard to say. There's definitely going to be some sort of centerpiece based on the concept art. I don't know that they'll repurpose the Stargate. And like something that, that folds down and then falls up. like That would be nice. the, The world of color stuff, it... California Adventure rises up out of the water and does its thing. Had it ever worked as a (laughs) lovely fountain during the day, maybe it wouldn't have been such a big deal. But basically, they just sat there like eyesores. They did put stuff up on the screens, but... but You know what the problem with that giant fountain was? If it had worked properly all the time? Think about how loud that would have been. Yeah, that's all fair. of that water from that gigantic yeah. fountain. <laughs> yes, like sure, it looks nice, but I only saw it in testing a couple of times, and it was not a giant loud fountain. It was a sad garden hose trickle. You know, what you need in there is the Bellagio fountain, basically. Yes, or find a way to have a spectacular show without some giant thing that sits there all day long. Yeah. I didn't really. Didn't bother me all that much. I wasn't there to 
take photos of the lake, but right. still, it wasn't. Yeah, pretty. everybody talked about how ugly and it ruined the view. I'm like, what view of the yeah. other crap across the lake? Come on. When you're sitting in San Angel Inn, it did kind of ruin the view across to the American yeah. Experience Pavilion. And it, wow. it killed sight lines of, <laughs> of the spaceship Earth with its beautiful new light show at night if you were on the other side of there. It, it didn't affect my view inside of La Cava del Tequila. I That's can tell you true. That. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't think, Heather, did you guys catch the return of or the temporary return of Not from inside the park. <laughs> not in- <laughs> we watched the fireworks from outside the park. No, so you didn't I get honestly to see I like don't remember that show. that show that much. I remember liking it, but I couldn't really tell you exactly what happened. I like the idea of it. I don't think I ever saw it, so I don't know. The music was all, you mm-hmm. know, great nostalgic stuff. Yeah. Oh, but I, also- I liked Harmonious. The, Harmonious. the I loved Harmonious. show was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a whole lot better than Enchanted. Yeah, I would have been fine with them leaving that as much as those barges were ugly. The show was spectacular. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So there's that. Oh, Got to eat at the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Ah, yes. Tell us about that. I got to. Uh, I got a sneak peek of it before it opened, and got to see it and see the food. <laughs> yeah, everybody's saying it's good. It, it sounds like less of a hot garbage fire than it's so cute in there too. Other two I will barbecue say. places. The inside is cute. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Andy made this playset out of cardboard and bits and of toys and board games and stuff. It's cute and it's fun. The food is really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. It's not like world-class competition-grade barbecue, but it's not dried-out nasty meat. It's good. Good, good. Good smoky and meat. And it's family-style prefix kind of thing, right? It's family-style, oh. and it, it is a ton of food. You had so me you're greeted outside. <laughs> you're greeted outside by your hostess if you have children in your party or if you have an adult who behaves like a child you might get lucky and somebody <laughs> will get to ride a hobby horse through the restaurant I, to your I table i might have had some childlike energy going in because <laughs> the host the host the hostess asked what we're supposed to do if we hear that andy's coming and i very excitedly we said you're supposed to freeze and she said what are you not supposed to do and I replied that you're not supposed to fall on the floor. And she said I was the first person who had gotten that answer right all day long. And <laughs> Do not given... throw yourself onto the ground. Just freeze. Right. Disney is tired of these lawsuits. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, I got a hobby horse and hobby horse oh, through, through the restaurant. The food is great. There's a, you get to choose. They have, first of all, they have several varieties of sweet tea or soft drinks, or you can order specialty cocktails from the grown-ups menu, which they all looked tasty. I had a very difficult time choosing. I had the grown-ups PB&J, which is a screwball whiskey, peanut butter whiskey smoothie, grape jelly on the bottom of the glass. Mm. So you get the jelly and the peanut butter and the whiskey. It's more of like a smoothie, and I'm not sure how they did it. It's not quite slushy. It's a little bit creamy. I'd have to look at the full ingredient list to figure out what it was, but it, it wasn't delicious. Was it like a cream pie in your mouth? Yes, it kind of was like a cream pie in my mouth. Gross. So from there, 
everybody gets the selection. You get you get cheddar cheese biscuits, oh. and that comes with a sweet red pepper jelly. Yeah, oh, yum! Oh, it was so good. And then everybody gets all three of the salads to start with. There's a tomato salad that's actually more of like a cucumber and vinegar kind of salad mm. with tomatoes in there. Mm, just Tickled like Paul Paul made. There's a nice romaine and kale salad that comes with dried cranberries and green goddess dressing. And a watermelon salad, which really is just cubed watermelon with mint mm. leaves on mm. it. Root and uh, toot and tomato salad. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I got distracted here by my search for that cocktail. So anyway, sorry, I'll cut my distraction out. He loves cocktails. So you get to choose, you have some choices for your family style meal. You can choose either a meat platter or you can choose plant-based barbecue platter. Meat, please. Yes, we just got the meat. It comes with smoked ribs, beef brisket. A there's a sausage in sauce. my boot. <laughs> hey, if you so if you go and there's like three of you and one of you is vegan, do you all have to eat vegan? No, they'll split it Bring up a little, okay. in that point. Yeah. So you can choose there. The vegan, there's a trio of options for the vegan. There's a barbecue cauliflower with harissa drizzle and walnut gremolata, a scrumptious plant-based bratwurst, and a fake rib chop. It says, I would, you know, all those things are actually pretty good. I would never choose them, but no, it all looked delicious. <laughs> and then you get to select four sides for your table from this list. Mean old potato salad, loaded, <laughs> loaded potato. We have to call them potato barrels because the they can't spuds. call them potato tots. Yeah. There's a or veggie right, always slaw. Finds out. That's right. <laughs> Veggie slaw, fried pickles, roasted vegetables, mac and cheese, baked beans, and corn on the cob. And you you had a tip, Dan, about how to get all of it, right? That's right. So since it's family style, you can always ask for more. So if if you ask your waiter for more, you can say, hey, can I switch out and get the other four options for my second round? So you can only order four at a time, but you can switch that selection when they bring more out to you. So... Nice. That's a tip for you. We had the the mac and cheese was delicious. I never realized that I needed my mac and cheese to have crumbled up goldfish crackers on top of it. But oh, that sounds that good. That sounds good. I like it when there's yeah. panko or some little crunchy bits on top. Did you try the fried pickles? Yeah. I love a fried pickle. I did not. They sounded oh. really good, though. We had the baked beans, which are pretty good. The corn on the cob was the kind of like Mexican street corn style. Oh, yummy. Delish. Gave, gave you food poisoning? Uh, no, fortunately it did not. And uh, the roasted vegetables were assorted squash type things and a little, very little bit of broccoli. And then you also, everybody gets to select one dessert for the end of their meal. They have four different pies that come in a little glass jar. You can either get a lemon blueberry oh, cheesecake. I like that. A I chocolate a silk dessert pie. in a jar. Yeah. It was really good. There's an apple pie and there's a peach strawberry pie. I had that one. It's delicious. For the kids or for if you're a grown up and you don't want the pie, you can get a cupcake, which, you know, isn't the forky cupcake option. Yes. But it does have a a sugar cookie forky sticking up in the middle of it, which is absolutely adorable and totally Instagrammable. So you might want to go with that option. That was good. 
I found oh, your grown-up peanut butter and jelly drink, Dan, and it looks like they just uh, use a vanilla smoothie mix. Yeah, frozen screwball peanut butter whiskey, vanilla smoothie mix, and some grape jelly in the bottom. Hmm. Mm, I want that. Sounds yeah, good. it was really good. It was really good. The Rattlin Rum Punch and the Winian Whiskey Lemonade also sounded good. Jack with Mule Aperol standard, and yeah. strawberry puree plus some lemonade. So yeah, it all looks good. It looks really good. Of when I was a kid and I would play with my toys and I would build them a barbecue restaurant <laughs> for them to sit in yeah. and order family style food. It really blends yeah. in with the land really well. If you walked past it, you might not even notice it. It's Just over to your there. right when you enter the park mm-hmm. from the non-Star Wars side. Yep. Yeah, it really Just does past look Woody, just I guess. Like, just past the giant yep. Woody. <laughs> yeah. Play song. Gives me a giant <laughs> it, Yeah, it does look just like the theming. There's a couple of fun little kind of interaction things. Characters don't come in, but there's kind of hints. Some surprises. And, yeah, some yeah. surprises that happen that are a lot of fun and the wait staff gets involved in. Mm-hmm. So uh, They have a really great fun. allergy menu in there too. We, they, I yes. get to see the allergy options and it's really pretty much everything that, that everyone else gets to eat. They have a, an allergy version of it. Yes, Which yes, is always that's, nice. that's true. That's very nice. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. It was good. It was a lot better than I expected the quality on the barbecue to be. I loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. It I'd is like a ton to of food, it. like I'd I like said. I'd like to give it a try. Bring four people because if it's you only have two food. people, you're going to leave food on the table. And I hated to do that. But <sighs> I had another meal to go straight to afterwards. So as one does as on a Walt does, Disney World yeah. vacation. So. To hear that, I really liked the Regal Eagle when it first opened. I did a trial of it and everything was great. And I went one other time and it was good. And the last time I went, everybody's food was terrible. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And it seems like they've made some changes to the menu there that have kind of dumbed it down a little mm, bit, which that's unfortunate. You know, they tend to do over time at a lot of locations. Yeah. Sadly. Sp- so, speaking of the, we were talking a little bit ago about the plant based options, they've been doing some great stuff with the vegetarian and vegan menus we while we were down there was flower and garden and there's one whole food booth what's it? it's called travel and trellis, travel and trellis. I think. Yeah. that's all vegetarian vegan and we went and we stopped by because we'd heard that it was great and so we stopped by and tried everything on the menu and it was delicious yeah the booth is sponsored by impossible and Wow, it was so good. They had they called them short ribs, but really, what it, it was, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it felt it read just like eating meatloaf, mm-hmm. but with spicy, like a Kore- zesty, like a Korean spice, Korean mm. barbecue Blaze. type stuff. It yeah, was I love really those flavors. Good. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Korean barbecue meatloaf. It was I don't super know good. How they do it because it looks, feels, tastes like meat, but it's not. Yeah, yeah it was good. The lumpia was. Really delicious too. Those are kind of like little crispy, crispy dough roll ups with fake meat inside. Yeah, it's almost a, like a an egg roll. Yeah, but meat filled. Those were delicious. That was my favorite, and it has a red pepper jelly on top. Yes, super yeah, it was good. So good. That was delicious, and they had the it was oh it was, it was a, a vegan was chocolate a, cake. Vegan chocolate cake, mm. which was. Chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. You know, the They're vegan really carrot cake at Space 220 is yeah. the best carrot cake I ever had. The one thing on the that dessert was it the 
ice cream on top was rice milk ice cream, and it did not stand up to the Florida heat. That was no. melted all over the place by the time you walked it from the booth to our table. Oh, that's funny. It was just done. We used to eat a lot of rice dream here at my house. That was That's good stuff. It was really good. If yeah. it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. It just, you know, didn't stand up to 80 plus degrees. But yeah, everything at the booth was good. There's going to just still a couple of months when this releases of the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff on the menu. Oh, a lot tons. of it's kind of stuff that we've seen before, you know, yeah. they bring the same things out. But I know that taco went down real nice yes. for Dave. It was called a vampire vampire, vampire taco. And I, yeah. I guess this is a thing. It's it's an authentic thing. And it just means that it's kind of a cross between a taco and a quesadilla. It was really good. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah so I've been was seeing a, that on TikTok lately yeah, on my cooking it was channel. A corn tortilla filled with taco stuff, but then there's the outside is coated with cheese and then they fry it. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah, I always it, loved it, the honey bistro booth. Everything yep. at that booth was delicious. They have a honey mascarpone cheesecake and oh, chicken and really waffles good. that was really good. We also mm-hmm. got the flatbread, which sounded bizarre. But was delicious. It had blueberries and goat cheese and. Oh, yeah, that one. Cheddar, I think, on it. It was really, it sounded weird, but it was very tasty. Yeah, everything at that booth is always delicious. Mm -hmm. It's always beautiful. And it's in a really nice setting there with all the kind of pollinator friendly garden and everything there. So I really like Flower and Garden, and especially since they've added the food and beverage component mm. that was what was missing from it back in the day it's beautiful at epcot but it you know i need a reason yeah they need more and more and, and more, and more food the, which they've done yeah yeah As, especially this year with all the construction walls kind of blocking For some sure. of the garden spaces but the gardens are still beautiful i had never noticed there was a songbird garden that they had set up that was really nice we enjoyed there's the gnome garden in germany that was super cute i love the little gnome garden in germany <laughs> With all their little houses are made out of all natural materials. But then we spent a, a while watching the really cool new garden in Japan, the Wind Garden. Yes, that's uh, neat. It's, yeah, it was so cool. It's all bamboo set up with water fountains to fill up parts of the mm-hmm. bamboo that tips over. And when oh, it tips, yeah. it's it kind of like a, a what do you call that? A, a Rube Goldberg machine yeah. where one thing makes the other thing happen. That was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. It, you know, bangs a drum or shakes, shakes a tambourine or whatever. And it's, and I guess it's apparently like a traditional thing that they would set up as to scare away the birds from the garden, but really cool. cool Fun to watch. Right in front of Japan. In front of Takumi Te. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's (laughs) kind of in that little existing garden where it's usually just Zen sand. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's all right there. So. And then they had a display of bonsais all over Japan as well. And that was really cool. They Each yeah. of them had a little plaque. They're so neat. Each of them had a little plaque telling you how old it was and how long it had been in the training process. And some of them were pretty old. It was yeah, very the cool. oldest one we saw was like 55 years old mm-hmm. or something like that. That's crazy. So yeah. 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 So those were really neat to see. And those were just kind of lined up all along kind of near the water where the... Uh, the gate 
is, and they had a dragon topiary there. Yeah, it's cool. That it's was a good festival. J- I like it. Yes, it's a really good festival. Japan was definitely a highlight for the new gardens. That was cool. Which mm-hmm. do you like better, the flowers or the gardens? The food and the beverage. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I like the best. <laughs> That's always the highlight of a, yeah. of an Epcot Festival. Heather, did you guys finish the the food challenge after yes. later in the week? Yes, yeah. we did. And the prize the, ice cream? The prize was matcha ice cream. Yep. <laughs> I don't Shocking. like that. Yeah. This time of year too, we were there during just before the before Easter, so we did the Easter egg hunt, which is always fun. And it had and very a great prize. Very cute prize this year. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Well, and then it? they also have it's you could pick it was a little cute little Easter egg and they had six of them. So you could pick whether you wanted with characters. Characters painted so had, the egg. Had like uh genie and and Robin Hood and the Cheshire, Cheshire Cat. Cat. Different characters on is like a little plastic Easter egg, but with characters on them. But substantial, it looks almost like it's a salt and pepper shaker. I kind of wish that it was, but it's not super flimsy like a one of the plastic eggs you can open. And buy cute. sets of them so mm-hmm. you could take a drill bit and turn it into your very That's own salt true. and pepper shaker set. But then they also Genius. have the we did not do the. Spike the bee scavenger hunt. We just did the Easter egg hunt, but that's always I really love cute Spike too. the bee. You too. Me too. I loved in the in the Odyssey building. They had a whole shop that was all Orange Bird figment and Spike merch, mostly Orange yeah. Orange Bird, but there was some Spike and I've never figment. Never been a fan there. of either of those. Any of those three characters. <laughs> You're a liar. That's crazy. You're those are like my three lie. favorite things. Yeah, Why is indeed. Orange Bird always at? Epcot now. He's not supposed he to be is, there. yeah. He's a flower and garden thing. Those Philistines in the Magic Kingdom stopped carrying the citrus swirl, so mm. now he doesn't feel mm-hmm. welcome there anymore. Can you not get it anywhere anymore? They have a fake... Allegedly, according to <laughs> one of our agents, who is also a cast member, they occasionally, when they get the ingredients back, have the official citrus swirl, but right now they're selling... A- a vanilla ice cream swirled with orange Dole Whip, which is not the same thing, no, no matter what the cast the member thing. at the counter says. <laughs> oh, that was always inferior bit. to the Dole Whip anyway. Yeah. But it's a great festival <laughs> and it runs all the way through July 5th, I think this year, right? Sounds- yeah. March 1st through July 5th. So there's still plenty of time to catch it. And it's there's a ton of cool stuff. Great food. Oh, and they have a free concert series, just like always. Yes, Garden Um, Rocks. Yeah, Garden Rocks. There's some cool bands coming up. I know next week, Blue Oyster Cult's going to be there. I hope they play their hit. (laughs) Which one? Don't Fear the Reaper. Isn't there another one? No. (laughs) No. Flock of Seagulls is coming up. I'm sad that I'm missing it. They play all the time at Epcot. Mm -hmm. I would really like to see that. I saw them once many years ago at Six Flags Over Georgia. They were good. The hooligans, which several of their, it's a local cover band and they're really good. You can see them as the hooligans and the M80s. They do 70s music, 80s and the music. Yep. Hooligans is coming up in, on April 25th and then M80s will be there on May 23rd. 
next Monday is Billy Joel's rhythm guitarist. Oh, that's the Billy kind of Joel. Yeah. I like a few weeks ago they had the one guy who had repl- who had replaced the Journey singer before the guy that everyone liked. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's funny. Plain White Tees yeah, is like coming up. Ang uh, Chung. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, there's the guy from there's the guy from Starship yes. who replaced the guy from Starship, but he's like the closest thing. Yeah, he's to like a, Mickey, Mickey Ferguson, Mickey Thomas. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey Thomas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a jerk. He's the closest thing to like, <laughs> and it's always like so and so of right. Yeah, whatever. Cool and the gang will be there on April thirty. Oh yeah, <laughs> Herman's Hermits. Ooh, there's some good Again, stuff. Some I've of seen, it's odd, I've, but there's I some watched, great stuff. Um, who was that I watched sings Make Love Out of Nothing at All? Making Love Out of Nothing, out of nothing at, at All. I watched that twice in a row because I just had a comfy seat and they played and then I was still sitting on the fountain by the American Experience and watched them yeah, again. you shared that story before when you were bathing your feet in the fountain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's air supply, Jeff. Air supply, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was great. Something that's that like, you would have refused to admit that you went to in high school, but I think oh, maybe yeah. you did Well, my mother went to see them. She bought tickets for me and her. I was like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> so I made up something else. I think I was in middle school. And then she bought me a t-shirt from there. I was like, I will never <laughs> oh, no. wear this. Just know this. I'm not wearing an air because she knew I loved concert shirts. No, oh, I love man. concert shirts of bands I like. But I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to be rocking it, walking around the middle school with an air supply shirt. With a soft focus photo of those two goobs. <laughs> that is funny. There's lots of great stuff, and you can either you can do a dining package so that you don't have to try to get a last minute seat. Yeah. Or yep. you can sit way, on the fountain like Jeff they, likes to. The and best put your availability for the dining of candlelight processional or any of those concerts is always the old what is the Heidelberg thing the. Whatever the German place is. Oh, Biergarten. Biergarten. I was confusing it with the local place, <laughs> Old Heidelberg. Yodelberg. Yeah. The best way to make sure that you get into that dining package to see a concert or, you know, make sure you don't miss out on anything. Make sure you know the best way to get into the virtual queue to ride Tron Light Cycle Run is by contacting your Key to the World Travel Planner. So I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to experience the summer of Disney thrills or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has Flynn's Arcade full of expert travel planners and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps. To ask a question or share your travel w, story, w, you can w, reach w, us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation.
thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.